Scientists are burying 2,000 pairs of underwear. An elderly woman was taken to the wrong house by an ambulance, and a breakfast burrito full of crystal meth was found at the airport. These are the weird stories for Tuesday on Weird AF News. Today's a holiday. It's 420. You guys are celebrating. Hey, hit that fatty and listen to an episode of Weird AF News. I can't think of a better way to begin some 420, although it's probably later in the afternoon for you. Scientists are burying 2,000 pairs of underpants in Switzerland. They're burying so many undies. Are they dodgy, dodgy undies? This is a scientific study. How bored are the scientists? How bored are you? Just burying underwear. How much money and time do you have? Okay, all right, we're trying. We've explored a little bit of space. Okay, yeah, we got some. uh, We know everything about radioactivity. Uh, we're splitting atoms. Uh, we got all this money left over. What do you guys want to do? Hey, how about we just mess with some underwear? Yeah, good idea. What do you want to do with them? I don't know. We could probably bury them, see what happens. <laughs> oh, man. How high are you, scientists? How high? that You're creating a 2,000 pair of underwear time capsule in the ground. Maybe there's more to it. I, I mean, I shouldn't be so harsh up front. Let's find out some more information about the scientific underwear burial study. A study codenamed Proof by Underpants is underway in Switzerland, where researchers are sending thousands of pairs of white cotton underwear to volunteers who will bury them in their gardens. Believe it or not, it's a cutting-edge way to measure soil health. Am I supposed to believe this, that you can... (laughs) A scientific way of measuring the health of the soil is to bury your dirty underwear in it. I mean, <laughs> hmm. I, I don't even, I can't even wrap my head around how they even came about. Like this came about. <laughs> Someone buried their underwear once and then afterward they noticed, hey, you know what we can use this for? We just measure the health of the soil. I can tell by looking at your white cotton underwear that this is a very healthy garden. <laughs> Scientists from the State Research Institute Agroscope will later dig up the soiled unmentionables and then analyze them. (laughs) Analyze the soiled, soiled underwear. They'll look at the extent to which tiny organisms in the earth have eaten away at the fabric. Here's a quote from one of these project people. Apart from the waistband and the seams, our test pants are made from 100% biodegradable organic cotton. This substance can serve as a food source for various microorganisms in the soil. They eat the underwear with ravenous hunger, if you can believe that. The more active microorganisms live in the soil, the faster and the more holistically the underpants will be eaten up. They're serious about this. This is some serious science. Each volunteer will receive two pairs of undies. One will be dug up after a month, the other after two months. They'll be analyzed for holes to determine the health of what the researchers call the jungle beneath our feet. Volunteers and scientists will also analyze tea bags buried in the same time, at the same time as a control, as well as DNA from the surrounding soil to determine what kinds of organisms actually live there. Soils are home to billions of bacteria, fungi, insects, worms, and other creatures, but little is known about their ecosystem and how it affects things like crop yields or flood protection. Oh, and you're going to use underwear to figure this out. So highfalutin with your science. 
the citizen science aspect of the project is designated to raise awareness awareness of global soil erosion. Increased use of fertilizers and construction are thought to be two of the major factors accelerating the loss of our fertile soils. Yes, that's right. Our planet, among other things, is losing its fertility. It's, uh, it's moving on. I guess you'd call it uh, planetary menopause. <laughs> Stupid. I'm sorry, I'm stoned. Just trying to get some laughs here. An elderly woman was taken to the wrong house by an ambulance. A pensioner ended up being tucked into a stranger's bed after an ambulance crew took her home to the wrong address. Elizabeth Mahoney, age 89. Oh, poor Elizabeth. She was recovering from COVID at the county hospital in Pontypool for 10 long weeks. My goodness, that's so long to be in the hospital for anything. Poor Elizabeth, she was probably just craving her bed. When are you guys taking me home? Six more weeks, Liz. <laughs> Finally. Oh, I get to go home today? Wait, this isn't my home. Yeah, Elizabeth, you've been home. You've been gone for so long from your home, you just forgot what it looked like. You're 89 years old. Just trust us. This is your home. All right, get her up into bed. Wait, this isn't my bed either. Don't worry, Elizabeth. You've been away from home for so long, you forgot what your bed smelled like. Trust us. This is your bed. So her family, of course, was relieved to finally hear that after 10 weeks, Elizabeth was going to be discharged. This was Friday. Uh, the, the family began to get concerned, though, when Elizabeth failed to show up at her home at the scheduled time. The ambulance didn't arrive. It was only after a few hours that it transpired. She'd instead been taken by ambulance to an address in a place called Newport, which is more than eight miles away from where she actually lived. And they left her in the bed of a total stranger. <laughs> Surprise! Here's your wife. Huh? <laughs> Who lets this person into their house, by the way, if you don't recognize them? Who let this person in? Obviously, Elizabeth doesn't have a key to the house. Is the door just unlocked over there? Everywhere? Is this one of those communities where no one locks the doors? Because they have yet to have a night stalker show up in their, <laughs> in their city? Yeah, once you get the night stalker for a summer, you start locking your doors. So I assume either the door's locked or someone that lives there is like, yeah, sure, bring her in. She, she doesn't look familiar, but well, I mean, we'll house the homeless for a night. I mean, we're trying to help out here, do our duty. Here's a quote from the son, Brian. Well, the whole thing was a catalog of errors from start to finish. We'd originally been called about 1 p.m. on that day, told that mom was on her way home. So my wife went over there to greet her. About an hour later, I rang to see what was going on. Was told that she hadn't turned up. Me mom hadn't turned up yet. Where's me mom? Well, that's when I phoned the hospital. They told me there'd been a bit of a problem. Well, you know, mom had suffered a stroke not so long back. Naturally, we were concerned something bad happened. Well, we got a call saying she'd been taken to a home in Newport. Well, we, she don't live in Newport. The details weren't really clear. <laughs> Subsequent conversation with someone from the ambulance service revealed she'd been put to bed properly. I said, properly? She didn't get put in bed in her own bed. That ain't properly. <laughs> they apologized, said they were on their way to pick her up. <laughs> Go pick her back up. I just went, what do you mean? Please don't tell me you left her there. <laughs> we were worried sick. My sister was in tears. As far as I can tell, Mum was taken to this other lady's house by mistake, and somehow whoever answered the door told the ambulance staff to take her into the bedroom, make her comfortable. <laughs> How they failed to notice it wasn't their own relative, I can't say. 
But apparently they went to check on her a little while later and that's when the penny finally dropped and the alarm was raised. She was she was readmitted into the hospital. Uh, I can't do this accent anymore. A because I'm high and B because I think it's I don't think it's it's like a lot of energy. <laughs> How do you guys talk over there? Mom initially wanted to come straight home. <laughs> Does everybody have a sore throat in certain sections of England? Straight on, but we insisted she go back in to get checked out, especially after having just been, just had the coronavirus and sleeping in a stranger's bed. You don't know what you might pick up in a stranger's bed. It might be COVID. It might be the herpes. Of course, none of that, hardly any of that is uh, actually quoted in the story. I made up my own quotes, guys. A lot of those quotes were mine. But you know what? This is what you get. This is what you get. It's 420, and I am ripped. <laughs> I'm just happy overall that Elizabeth finally got to go to her bed um, where she belongs. What a freaky afternoon, poor Elizabeth. You spend 10 weeks in a hospital with with the COVID, and then you get thrown into some stranger's house. We really need to investigate, though, this person that answered the door and allowed a stranger to be brought upstairs and placed into a bed that wasn't their own. Who is letting strangers be delivered by ambulance into your house? Who doesn't say, hey, wait, I think this might be a cross-up? What is going on in your mind, in your world, that you didn't stop EMTs from delivering an elderly person to your abode. I want to know. I want to know what those that person's on. It's got to be better than what I'm doing right now. A breakfast burrito full of crystal meth was found at the airport. In one of the more absurd news alerts from Houston, the U.S. Transportation Security Administration announced that its security officers at the Hobby Airport discovered... A breakfast burrito. It contained the following. Eggs. Mmm. Cheese. Mmm. Brisket. Oh, brisket. A bag of crystal meth. Whee! <laughs> the bag of crystal meth. A meth-infused breakfast burrito. Now, look at this. is the breakfast of champions, guys. You really want to start your day with some meth and your breakfast burrito. I mean, you're really going to tackle it at that point. You know, yeah, you know, this is a beefy burrito. Let's break it down. It's got eggs, cheese, and brisket. That's a very heavy, hefty burrito. In the morning, first thing, as a breakfast meal, it might weigh you down a little bit. So to offset that, little crystal meth, just zip it right into the burrito. Bam, you're going to tackle the day. <laughs> let me just get, let me get some more information on what's behind this greatest breakfast burrito creation of all time the burrito was discovered during a routine x-ray on one of the travelers carry-on luggage when a strange lump inside the burrito showed up on the monitor tsa officers asked the traveler to unwrap the burrito for closer inspection (laughs) oh man the traveler must have shit her or his pantalones at that moment can you imagine your big plan to hide the crystal meth in a burrito. <laughs> so proud of yourself. Because, <laughs> like, seriously, I would have thought that that's a great hiding spot. Just put it in the burrito, man. Who's going to make you take out a burrito and unwrap it? You think these security officers at the airport, they don't give a damn? They're so incompetent. They're not going to make you unwrap it. Really? That's what I would have thought. <laughs> sure, sure. They'll make you, like, if they think that it might be in your bra. Or some small container in there. Like, in the middle of a breakfast burrito, there's no way. No way. So predictably, the burrito's owner wasn't keen on opening up the burrito and insisted it was simply some food. 
that they were saving for later. No, it's just the, it's just my meth. Excuse me, it's just my breakfast. The TSA officers, of course, insisted that the burrito be unwrapped. <laughs> Did he unwrap he, he or she? I assume it's a he because this is just a stupid thing to do. Only a dumbass dude would do this. Uh, I assume, well, in, in my mind, like a gun wasn't pulled. <laughs> but imagine at gunpoint to unwrap a burrito. You unwrap that burrito, sir. When the traveler finally complied with the unwrapping of the breakfast burrito, something dark and unusual was inside it. Dark and unusual? Crystal meth isn't dark and unusual. It must have been covered in something, some sauce. Using, uh, uh, I'm sorry, upon scanning the burrito a second time, the officers noticed black tape and some kind of wrapping around a large organic mass, which they suspected was some kind of illegal substance, according to their x-ray. They called the Houston Police Department to come on in. They confirmed that the organic mass was dun, 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 crystal meth, the breakfast of champions. The Houston Police Department, of course, took possession of the contraband and placed the traveler under arrest. I'm wondering if the traveler was allowed to eat the breakfast burrito after that. A thorough visual analysis leads everyone involved to believe that this was likely a brisket premium taco not a burrito, from Papa's Barbecue, which operates a location within Hobby's airport main terminal. Uh, so big-time CSI going on here to find out not only what the drug was, but what exactly that breakfast was. <laughs> Turns out it wasn't a burrito at all. It's a, it's a taco from Papa's. I've never been at Papa's BBQ, but sounds like an amazing place. If you're making brisket breakfast burritos, I am on board with what you're doing, Papa's. Oh, yeah, you're listening to Weird AF News, and this here's the Wolfman. Oh, yeah, baby, all night long. We're doing it, smoking that fatty, listening to Weird AF News. Come on, you know how to do it, man. Oh, yeah. Oh, that hurt my throat so bad. You guys impressed with that, by the way? Uh, all right, all right, so what do we want to start with? Oh, it's the Happy 420. So listen, Happy 420, guys. Um, if you don't know what 420 is because you've been living under a... Uh, a, a like a, a, a sack or a patch of moss for 20 years. It is uh, the official cannabis holiday. So on 420, you know, we like to, uh, we get high and high, crazy blue, like St. Elmo's fire. You know how we do it. Just get a little, you know, get yourself, get down to the dispensary or call your dealer, guys. If you're late to the game, there's still time. There's still time. Um, I, I, uh, I puffed a bit before the episode. Hope it's enjoyable. Uh, I get, I get. Sometimes I just get too into my head when I puff, so I, I don't do the stories normally high. Drunk is way better because then I'm just totally unfiltered. I'll just say the most inappropriate shit. But in my when I'm high and eh, not always so good. Today's okay though. I think we did a good one. Thanks for being here. I hope that you're high as well, listening. That way we're on same wavelength, bro. Same wavelength. I uh, got some emails here. I want to give some love to Laura Irvine, who reached out to me. And uh, she suggested a very weird movie to me, which I'm grateful. Uh, has anyone seen The Greasy Strangler? I watched a, a trailer for this movie. It looks like it might be the weirdest movie I've ever seen. So going to get on down with that. Going to smoke a little bit more and watch that. Uh, so big thank you to Laura Irvine. 
you guys can send me emails and like suggest weird stuff to me too. Not just articles, but like weird anything. Just love weird shit. Uh, who else? Someone else emailed me. Here we go. Let me find it. Oh, I got uh, Darius from the UK. Hey, Darius told me that uh, he's a big fan of Florida Fridays, and uh, I'm a big fan of you, you loyal listener. And uh, yeah, I'm more than pleased to introduce the UK and other faraway lands to the magic that is Florida. You know, now you guys can see for yourselves what we're dealing with over here. Uh, you guys can always reach out to me. I, I think you have the email, but just in case, funnyjones at gmail.com. If you want to call the show, 646-450-2012. The lines are open. And the lines are open, baby. Oh, yeah. The lines are open. <laughs> such a stupid, dorky thing to say. Please make me stop saying such things. And then uh, what else? Oh, join my Patreon. Why not? Help pay the bills. Uh, get Jonesy out of the closet and into a bona fide studio someday. Uh, Patreon.com slash weirdafnews. And uh, you get when you join the Patreon, you get to donate a very small monthly amount. Uh, and you get access to a lot of Weird AF extra content. Uh, you can just make a straight up donation as well. Go to weirdafnews.com. There's a buttons you can press if you want to support the show. And uh, happy 420. Hope you're having a good one. Hope you have a great night, and uh, we'll see you tomorrow. Okay, guys, bye-bye.